Ladies and gentlemen, here we are in Southampton, in the studio. Yes, it's Eli Silverman. Joining me is Paul Gannon. Cheap Show 21. From the future. That was a very bold introduction. I liked it. Did you like that? (laughs) I did. I want you to talk for the rest of the show in that voice. Okay, I'll have a coffee. (laughs) Silic bang. (laughs) Uh, Hello, you're right. Yeah. Another episode in. Episode 21. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? We never got this far, even with the Unclickables. Which was our other. The show that became Cheap Show when we realised Unclickables was really hard to find online. Yes, <laughs> and also sounded a bit like Unclickables. Yeah. Which we... is a bit like Unclick Onables, which is a bit like nobody listened to this. Either way, have you ever seen that film, that thing you do? You no. know, like in the, the conceit behind that Is that film. an Ephraim Nor- Noran? No, it's a Tom Hanks movie. It's basically kind okay. of American version of the Beatles story. And it's very tongue in cheek. But the joke behind it is, is that they're a one hit wonder band. Uh, and so they call themselves the Wonders, but spelt O N E does. Wonders. Yeah, Wonders. See, but in the film, everyone gets it wrong because they see and go, the Oenders? <laughs> you know, and that's kind of what the problem with Unclickables yes, is. You couldn't a, really yeah, it really was. spell it. And it's like, join us online at T H E U N Q. Anyway, so. Yeah. Now we are Cheap Show. We are Cheap Show, which is a lot easier. A lot more friendly. It's easier, and Cheap Show has come of age. It has. We're 21 today. Yes, which means we can now what? Vote? No. Drink. In America, we can, we can drink. drink in America. Yeah. That's nice. Well, you do get bigger drinks out there. Do you? In terms of what size? Well, there's none of this sort of like one shot, two shot. No. Yeah, if the bartender likes the look of you. He'll free pour. And how did people give you a lot of free pouring? Oh yeah, they, I always get free pours, mate. Because you're a hot bit of fucking rough. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do they have pint glasses in America? I know they it sounds do, ridiculous because yes. I've been in America and I've drank there, but I never remember if they serve you like a pint of something. They will in the you, you've got Irish pubs out there. Oh, the Irish pubs or the old Englishy, yeah. the oldie pubby. Yeah, in those pub. places where they serve fish and chips. Oh yeah, then they'll serve you a pint. Yeah. Oh okay, but by and large, if you go and get a drink in a bar and they pour you a drink, a beer. It just comes in what? A, a glass? A half pint, sort of. One of those long, thin ones that you'd like. Yeah, I don't like drinking out of that. I think it's a waste of fucking time drinking out of that shit. I won't have it! I won't have it! When I get wrecked, I want to get wrecked with a proper glass! Yeah, but I've found pints are like unwieldy. Because you have one, yeah. yeah. You yeah. have two, yeah. yeah. You have three, you're fucked. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm fucked on one, to be honest. So. I think it's my. Yeah. yeah. But it's more, more controllable with a can or a, a bottle. You think, oh. The problem is, I've noticed when, when you drink beer out of a can, is it goes flat or the flavour goes quicker in a can. Is that just me being mad? But it, things taste staler quicker in a can. I agree. Yeah? That's one of the problems with canned, canned lagers, yes. And yet when you drink from a bottle, like the Coca-Cola situation, Coke always tastes better out of a bottle. It certainly does. So does good old-fashioned beer. Yes. Lovely, lovely, lovely ale. Lovely, frothy, sadsy beer. Yeah. Nom, 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 <laughs> nom, nom. Cheap show. Sponsoring alcoholism. <laughs> yeah, so I've had quite a boozy... Boozy little weekend. Have you? Oh, have you got a Tales from the Dance Floor? I have a Tales from the Dance Floor. Floor, 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 floor. We need to get a proper jingle for that, although we don't have any jingles at all yet, so... So, as as you know, Paul, yeah. um, I do a bit of DJing, club yeah. club work. Yeah. Club work in the DJ Superstar scene. Superstar DJ. Um, and last night I was in Camden, Blues Kitchen Camden. Which is in London, for those who are outside of the it's country. It's in that London. In that there London. And uh, it's a swank, eh? Is it? No. Yeah, it's uh, not. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> sticky would be the word. Uh, Grotty. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, 
I love working there, though. And uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> what a shithole! <laughs> I love working there. Please don't fire me. So it was coming towards the end of the night. Yeah. Uh, the last bit up to three thirty. The final band's been on. You're winding yes. up. I'm doing the last bit. And uh, a girl comes up onto the stage where my DJ booth is and mm-hmm. comes over. I beckon her over. Yeah. And what, with a finger? Did I do go, like, do that with the finger, yes. Because they always stand at the bottom of the stage. And try and make eye contact. Hello, hello. And then they try and sort of mouth a request to you. Like as if... Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, as if you're going to be able yeah. to decipher in the dark what someone's saying three metres away. You so know? you beckon her in. I beckon her over. Yeah, like dove from above. And uh, she comes over and she goes, what I first think she says is, could you speak up, please? <laughs> that's what I thought she, she was saying. to you. I thought that's what she was saying. Right, could okay. you speak up, please? Uh, that's what I thought she was saying. Right. And I thought, okay, her English isn't great, so it must be, could you turn it up, is what she means. Okay. Do you see what I mean? She doesn't know the word for, could you turn the volume up. So make so it that louder. Make it louder, which I think, eh, that could be what she's saying, but that's a bit strange. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's loud. I mean, it's not... It's very loud in there. Yeah. Loud enough, put it that way. And then I realised she's saying, could you speed it up, please? Oh, speed she's it up. She's asking, not for an artist or a song or yeah. a genre of music. No. She's asking for the tempo of the music <laughs> to increase. So she's not saying, can you put a faster song on with an upbeat tempo? She's saying, can you make the revolutions of the songs you're no, playing she's, No, faster? she's saying, play more faster music. Oh, she is. She's yeah. not like saying, can you just switch it up so no, all of a sudden she's not it's saying, like, put it this, yeah. No. Yeah. But anyway, so I was like, I was, re- I was ready to like you. You and know, then, I was ready to think, okay, you I had something it. constructive to say. Now I fucking hate you. Immediately oh, wow. I hate you. And I was like, what? Make it faster. That's weird. I kept saying, that's weird. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> and she just looked at me. And she, I was like, oh, the speed. And she was like, yeah. And she kept licking her lips and going, mm. she looked like she was on speed. She might have been on she, speed. I think Maybe she, she was, was asking like, for speed. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe her English is bad. I was bad like, what, she's like, techno? She's like, no, I like rock, but more fast rock. More fast rock. I'm just like, just go. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> just fuck off out of my sight, love. She kept doing, taking these selfies. Oh, right, no. With her and her mates, where she'd gurn. You could, I could see her gurning was her face, face off. Yeah. Duck face. So it's all- doing the worst duck face. And also her putting her neck back. At like a, f- a 90 degree angle. So she's basically taking a picture of her head against the floor. What like the a- fuck? It's like s- extreme selfies. Yeah. So did she did she take that and just leave quietly or was it a whole thing? Yeah, she hung out. They yeah. always do. When they go, look, this is terrible. No one's dancing. You just go, no, look, behind you, There's loads of everyone people. else in the club is dancing. She's you dancing. are fucking complaining. And then she was dancing. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. it was fast enough for her after that. Do you ever think, though, you take the wrong track? Because I, I keep saying to you, your problem is you say no to these people too much. You should just say yes and get rid of them. I do do sometimes do that. Yeah, because I think if you just I say do yes... Do that. I, I, I do do, do that. that. Yeah, but... Like, for instance, imagine in the future, your, your, your kids come up to you and say, Daddy, how did you meet Mummy? You should say, she came up to me at a dance club, I was playing some music, she said, can you play faster? <laughs> and you went, you know, yes! And then you got dancing... Yeah, and I didn't do like her. Then, I don't like anyone who's that stupid. Or, wow. It, or, or it, like... But they're also drunk. And stuff. You have yeah. to have allowances for I'm that. Never in my life, Paul, have yeah. I been in a club and thought, I don't like this song. I'll go and ask for them to change the general tempo of no. the music. Do you know what I mean? No, it's not a call-in radio station. You know what I'm I mean? I'm doing a job here. And you're, you know, <laughs> don't wave your hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, Paul. The thing is, I thought that sentence was going to say, I've never, when I'm working, been drunk. And I was like, no, that's not true either. <laughs> I have been drunk, yes. I, I, you all mostly inebriated come three in the morning. Yeah, I do. But I'm, you know, since I started doing that kind of work, you learn. 
you learn not the to hard get way. Racked. Yeah, because I used to when I first started working that place, you get some free drinks. I just start drinking as soon as oh, I got there. I know, and then by three in the morning when the place shuts, yeah. You're not not the good kind of drunk. No, what happens? You're then, the I'm going to have trouble getting home kind of drunk. Yeah, and you turn into a kind of like a, a boozy Beckick play where you're just silent and obviously go. I'm going to vom. I'm going to vom. Yeah, and then you don't you don't really vom, but then you hold yourself in a completely stasis kind of frozen moment. And I'm watching, and you go, I'm going to vom, <laughs> and you never do. And then and then you and then you eventually do. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, what a terrible drug, booze. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I mean, it's I awful. get it. awful, makes you feel like awful. But I've just realised if I'm going to get drunk, I will find that moment where I know I'm getting wobbly. You know, when you get tipsy and you start like, your mouth starts yeah. being more, I don't know how to explain it, but like, it's harder to talk when you start drinking. Yes. That's my cut off point, because I know any drink after that is going to make me feel awful sicky, the next day. Sicky, sick, sick. Anyway, that is my Tales from the Dance Floor. Floor, 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 floor. That was a good one. It wasn't, wasn't bad. It was all right. I mean, it's the same basic story of a woman comes up to you <laughs> it's with a request a and then you say, fuck off, or go away and you say, I hate you. I mean, there's, there's a It's got definite... a basic format. That's what people it's, want. It's... That's what our listeners want. They yeah, want the basic no format. Twist. I want a twist where it's like... Here's... And then we were married him. Yeah. Reader, we married. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, or even just, you know, you put on Fleetwood Mac in the end, you know? I do sometimes. I don't put on Fleetwood Mac, but I have... If you had to put on a Fleetwood Mac song to appease their rabid desires... What would you play in that context? If it was to appease them, it would have to be Rhiannon. I don't know that one. Or you can go your own way. You can go your own way. That's beautiful, Paul. Beautiful. Uh, or do you know what would be an interesting one dum, to play? Dum, dum, dum. Dum, 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 dum. What's that one? Dum, 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 dum. Yeah. Can you hear me calling? How's your name? name? Yeah, but that. But in fact, did you know that Fleetwood Mac were like a 60s sort of blues oh, rock yeah. group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Peter Green, who was a, a genius yeah. player. I like that stuff. I would, obviously, but that's yeah. really good. Right, should we just move on at Well, this well point, yes, then? let's move on. Let's just move on. Okay then, Paul, so... We're, we're back. Back in the room. What's happening? So I've got a feature. I've got a snooze story to talk about. It's very exciting. So, um, you know how I'm a kind of fan of, like, those shows Toy Hunter and Comic Book Men where they talk about, you know, things that you had as a child, now they're worth maybe a little bit of something, you yes. know, comic books or action figures. Worth or less than the Toy Hunter's going to pay you for, basically. Y- yeah. Um, uh, more, rather. Well, it depends on what you've got. But Metro, a newspaper in London, a free newspaper, did an article recently. It's not L- only in London. Is it not? It's, it's uh, nationwide. Oh, you're right. I've seen it in Liverpool and Manchester. They've got it in Brighton. Yeah. They push that shit everywhere. Yeah. Mm. It's yesterday's news today. Yay. They should put that on the title. They shouldn't. Um, anyway, <laughs> they did an article this year, a few months ago, actually a few weeks ago, called 11 Things You Had As A Child That Are Worth A Fortune Now. Oh, yeah. The thing is, I got some of these things. What I can tell you is they're worth fucking nothing because they've been well played with. That's, that's it. That, that's the thing they're that, worth a fortune if they're new, as new in box. If they've never been enjoyed by a child. Yes. That's the point, isn't it? If you got that thing as a if child... If your dad like, just went, look, that's going to be worth something someday. So look at it, look at it, I'm and gonna, that's it. I'm going to put it in the attic. You'd think, I hate you, Dad. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Daddy, why can't I play with the Game Boy? It's going to be worth a lot of something in the yeah. morning. Just don't fucking take the back off it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I thought we'd go through the list, see if you had any of them, oh, uh, yeah. and, and talk about it. Okay, so number one. This is an interesting one to start off with, because I thought this would be absolute shit vhs tapes yes they are becoming collectible yeah the article says they're pretty much useless in a world of digital downloads and netflix but their monetary worth 
pretty staggering. Now, they're not talking about, you know, the kind of stuff you bought in a shop to just record the sport off the telly or the movies on Christmas Day. Not blanks, they're no. Talk- no, they're talking about actual VHS release copies yeah. stuff like that. Um, the example they give is the most valuable VHS recording, according to loveantiques.com, is a film called Frankenstein's Castle of Freaks. That is now worth £1,500. Yeah, it's good, that, isn't it? Isn't that weird? See, now, our friend... Yeah. Richard Sandling. Richard Sandling. Uh, is a bit of a v- VHS expert. He is a purveyor of it, yeah. Yeah, and he uh, he saw those, that that 20 most valuable ones. Oh, yeah. And his comment was, yes, but even back in the day, these were quite rare and hard to get hold of. Well, that's the thing, Do you see it? what I mean? So they kind, of, they kind of suggest, oh, you were swimming in all this money, but it wasn't actually that, that clear cut, you know? No, if I, you'd think, oh, if I had the original VHS of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, or the original Batman nah, video, nah. that must be worth something. No, the problem with those two particular examples, even though I just gave them, <laughs> is that they were huge sellers. Yes. I mean, they released unprecedentedly early onto the VHS market after the, the film came out. because they wanted Really? To, yeah, I mean, I think, I think I might be wrong, but Robin About Hood... About a year. That was a usual turnaround between the release of the film and the VHS oh, about a year. I think Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves was something like three or four months. Oh, it was really quick. Like, and it was these the, days quick. So. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. It was unprecedented at the time. The list of films they give you... And that um, had that song in it. Everything I do, I do it for you. <laughs> yes, thank you. By, uh, Beautiful singing today, Paul. Brian Adams. That song, literally, Makes would, me... would not go away, would it? It was at the chart, top number 16 one for weeks. 16 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> it would never happen now. Because it's of the nature of the de- it couldn't happen now. It couldn't happen now. They don't even have a charts these days. And I'll be honest, kind of thankful. Yes. Because I don't want to fucking go, and number one for the 15th yeah. week running is everything yeah. I do. The and amount that, of saturation on that was you know, just... fucking bugs me more than anything else, right? Regardless what you think about Brian Adams as a musician, most people go, oh, you know, Summer of 69 or whatever. It's like, yeah, rock. The minute they have a massive hit with a ballad, and that's all that band will do. So Brian Adams releases that, and then all of a sudden he's doing that one from Three Musketeers. You know, he does a ballad for that Did he do song. a ballad for Three yeah. Musketeers? Um, I can't remember what the song was called. So but he's then... now, his staple is ballad from period action drama. Well, not anymore, because it was the 90s we're talking yeah. about. But, like, you look at Bon Jovi. Uh, you know, he did. He released Always. I will love you, always, yeah. always, or whatever that song. And then after that, ballad after ballad, Aerosmith. One of the hardest rockers of the 80s, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Did Armageddon. Yeah, what's you know? that song? Could you be the most beautiful That's not girl. Aerosmith. <laughs> no, no, I know. It came into my head. I can't remember right now. No, it's I'm... it's that one where she's snogging her dad. No, she's not snogging not her dad. Snogging her dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's Liv Tyler. It's her Liv dad's Ty- singing while she's snogging someone. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, what's that song? I'm... No, don't tell me. Do not tell me. I know what it I'm is. I'm going to look it up. Do, but do not tell me. I won't look okay? it up. Okay, don't fucking ruin this for me, Paul. All right, All I'm right. going to. Oh, right, I've got it. Yeah, now, yeah. It's, now I remember it. It's like, uh, okay. It is, I Will Always Love You. No, that's Whitney Houston. And um, oh, no, I will <laughs> love you. It is, uh, oh, just tell me. It's, you're going to kick yourself because I kick myself internally. When, I don't want to miss a thing. I don't want to miss a thing. I don't want to miss, miss a thing. thing. I don't want to I've got to take my colon medicine. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've got to take it regular. Anyway, to cut a long story short. Oh, and bands... I don't want to miss that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically bands do that, don't they? They use a load of ballads and then they peter they, out yeah. professionally. Well, but then you've got Westlife, who literally their whole career from it's beginning to end was ballads. but weakest piss ballads. Yeah. Where Angry. they sit on a fucking bench or a stool. They've and all got their own stool. without wings. <laughs> it's called falling, mate. Yeah. It's not the same thing at all. Anyway, here's the list of videos that they have on this metro site. So Frankenstein's Castle of Freaks, uh, £1,500. I mean, tell me if you've seen any of these films, by yeah, the way. I think I may have. The Beast in Heat. Horrifying experiments in the last days of the SS. <laughs> Wow. That's worth £1,200. Who fucking wants to so, pay but for that? Does it have to be in good quality? I guess it doesn't... I'd, I'd imagine so, but obviously if they're rare and they're exploitative kind of, you know, B-movie things, there are collectors for that shit. Yeah. Because they're not on DVD, they're not on Netflix, yes. the copyright's fallen away, and so these are kind of... I mean, you say rare objet d'art, but they're awful fucking films. Farewell, Africa... The most startling motion picture achievement in the history of filmmaking, consumed by savagery, conceived in oh, It's like in one of these blood. Mondo sort of uh, yeah. African ladies with their bits out probably for the, for the titillation of Westerners. Yeah. And they call it art. Yeah. That's worth 600 quid. Yeah, it's a lot of kind of black exploitation, you know, yeah. exploitation stuff. The legend of Hillbilly John, £1,000 from the ghostly Hawk Mountain, this eerie story of witches, voodoo, devils and monsters. And there's a guy running with a guitar. They, you know what someone should do on a YouTube? They should do like a whole, all of those films. That You know what? I would not be surprised if someone's already gone on top of that and is, is you know, doing it. <laughs> gone on top of that and is doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading and talking to you at the yeah, same time. Well, so I was like, I'm basically saying someone's already done that idea. On it. They're on it. Yeah. And they're doing it. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Sure. Okay, so what's what else what might I have at home that... Um, all right, okay, so the next one on the list is Your Super Soaker. What? Apparently, Super Soakers, um, one that was made in 1990, a classic, is worth £123 currently on eBay. Nah. Uh, the guy who created that, though, worked for NASA, and apparently he was coming up with some kind of um, way of... Drinking water in space? No, you know, like fuel injection cables. Yes. How to fire that quickly down a hose oh, or it's whatever. Ro- it's, uh, yeah, it's rocket, you know, rocket fuel injection in rockets. Because yeah. there's no gravity in space, so you can't rely on... Gravity to move that thing, yeah. so you have to inject it. Uh, the Super Soaker came from that design. I did not know that. Yeah, there you go. But that guy's very rich. Also the same guy who created Nerf guns. Is it the same guy? I think so, yeah. Nerf and Super Soaker sprang from the same genius from mind. From the same genius man, yeah. So, my friend Virgil, we used to have big Super Soaker sessions. Mm. In fact, yeah. we once... <laughs> two men, two, two young boys exploring each other. Is it, and exploring... Spray. Yeah, oh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> But then, it, it, then Virgil started driving, and we got the bright idea to go around uh, Super Soaker. What, drive by Super Soaker. Basically, yeah. <laughs> it didn't last long because the police stopped of us. Of course, yeah. But, uh, quite rightly, too. And the police had a very stern word with us. Did you shit your pants? Oh, yeah. I wasn't happy. <laughs> <laughs> we did a whole bus stop and so forth. But um, basically, the police said, not unreasonably, yeah. now, this could be urine. I mean, you know it's not, but it could be. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. You'd assume it was urine these days. You know, in a cynical age we live in, if you got sprayed from a, a moving vehicle, you'd assume. You'd assume the worst, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because you just can't trust people these days. It was, a, it was a halcyon age of innocence. Me and my friend squirting people out of cars. He had a VW Beetle trundling Aww. along. Japes. Japes. Childhood japes. Anyway, if you've got a super soaker and it's in good nick, uh, it'll probably... 120 quid. Not too bad. 
for a piece of plastic. They were quite expensive at the time. They still are quite expensive really? at this time. Yeah, God, they're quite costly. Like a, a decent, 30, 40 quid, something probably. like that. You can probably get a cheap one for about, you know, a tenner. You but don't want a cheap one. You, you want, want a one pump you can action with a pump. fucking thing on the back. You and Virgil <laughs> pumping your fucking guns and spraying passes by outside your VW Beetle. <laughs> you sound like one of those VHSs. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, here's the next one. Okay, here's the next one on the list. Uh, I'll give you a little clue. But now you can have all the power and excitement of Nintendo right in the palm of your hand. Introducing Game Boy. It's portable, it's in stereo, and its games are interchangeable. Plus, Game Boy comes with the outrageous new game, Tetris. And for head-to-head competition, use the revolutionary video link and blow your opponent away. Game Boy, only from Nintendo. Now you're playing with power, portable power. So Game Boys are worth something. Game Boys, uh, apparently, here's a story. Um, If you have, and again, it's very particular, a wrapped, sealed, original Game Boy, from 1988, 89? Yeah. Uh, it will get you at least a grand on eBay. Really? Yeah. But it has to be unopened. It would have to be one of those Game Boys that was unloved and unused. Just someone... I wanted a Game Boy so badly when I was a kid. Virgil had two. Of course he fucking did. Rich Virgil with his superstar daddy. He did. Of course he, he fucking he did. Super Virgil, Sokers. you're a prick. You, with your car he, they had super a VH, They had a beta, like a beta... Beta Max. Yeah. Yeah. Years before, like anyone, laser disc. They had a laser. You disc. make me sick, Virgil. <laughs> <laughs> he had. I know he listens, so uh, he had uh, be personal. Yeah, and he had Game Boys. Yeah. Uh, well, here's the story. Because okay, so obviously, poor family, me, boohoo, really couldn't afford a Game Boy. So, well, how much were they when they came out? Like, uh, I think about hundred quid between. Like, wow, oh, and that, back 80, then, eighty-nine to maybe ninety-nine quid in that bracket. Yeah, but that's a lot. It was a lot, back but still then, affordable. Because you're looking at the original NES, and that must have been. Closer to 100 quid, I think, when you bought that originally. Um, so 100 quid for a Game Boy is not that bad in the broader look of things, right? But still, in 88, that's a considerable more, and more than it is now. It's from, like equivalent to about 300 now, isn't it? Something probably like something yeah. like that. I mean, I mean, the 3DS that comes out, that goes for about 180. Right. Um, but they're selling those on a loss because they're making the money on the software for yes. th- Nintendo. Anyway, the point being is that poor family, couple of kids, mum really couldn't afford to get me a Game Boy. So I, w- I hated going to school and seeing kids with Game Boys playing, like, right. le- you know, Zelda or yeah. Super Mario. And I was like, Ooh. I mean, I wanted one so bad. Um, and so Quavers, near the Cheesy Crisps. I d- mate, of course. Of course they're, you do. They're in my top five. Yeah. Um, they. They're, I had a pack the other day. Yeah. They're good. They are good. They, those one of those crisps that that keep giving. Yeah, they're yeah. not like you know you have you have like a pickled onion monster munch these days. You just like that's not, the same. not fucking right. It's not. That's just not fucking right. Quavers are satisfying in a way that only they quavers still can are. Be. They still are. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, frazzles. We're not talking about Chris right now. We're not <laughs> you talking hate talking about Chris. about Chris, don't you? No, I don't. It's not you the hate time talking the... about Chris. I like Chris. You have to this talk is, about Chris this too is not much. The time or the place. All right. I like crisps. All right, good. Anyway, the point being is that Quavers had a thing where, a competition where you could win a Game Boy if you opened, you know, it had crisps and then you got a little card inside and you opened it up and it said, you win or you right. lose. Um, that summer... Was this like your Willy Wonka moment? Yeah, it was the golden ticket moment, except, you know, like in Willy Wonka, he eventually finds the golden ticket yes. and the dreams come true. Yeah. Uh, it didn't happen to did. me. never <laughs> happened for me. I ate so many fucking packets of crisps over that summer. Was it only summer. Quavers? Only Quavers. Because uh, oh, as good as Quavers are, you want a break every now and then. I didn't yeah. give myself that break. My mum would be like, where's your pocket money gone? And then my bag would rustle with a pack <laughs> of like a hundred bag of Quavers. <laughs> um, I was just eat some food, Paul. I can't. I must win a Game Boy. Um, and also the problem with game uh, with um, 
quavers is you eat them with your fingers uh, after a while your fingers do smell like they've been up your anus yeah because it's cheesy got that cheesy, cheesy quaver finger so i stunk at school <laughs> not only did you not have a game boy but you stank you cheesy crisps <laughs> <laughs> so uh fast forward two years finally got a game boy for christmas right. best christmas ever mum got me tetris because it came with it that's amazing tetris was the I, game that th- i don't think console. i've ever experienced gameplay that addictive no. before or since no and that was the co- game that sold the system I, mate you'd, you'd play it like for three hours straight then you try and go to bed and you literally have, have dreams have dreams yeah you'd be literally moving blocks around in your abstract brain space they uh, use Tetris for people who've survived traumatic experiences like car crashes or whatever yes and because they reckon if they play that you know the whole Tetris dream thing starts replacing the negative memories yes, you I have heard about that. It's, it's an interesting thing I don't know all the details but that was the gist of it anyway so yeah you can um, get a thousand pound on eBay for that but if you've got a used one you, you could sell it for maybe about 50 quid if it's in good nick hmm well, I've, I've got Game Boy Color. I think I have yeah. one of each model so far. You do, don't I you? I do. I have a Game Boy, Game You've Boy Micro, Game Boy Pocket, You've Game got, Boy Advance. You're Game overcompensating Boy for those two years when you, you have, have no all those fucking quavers. ideas. Game Boy Micro, 3DS original model, three two uh, DS. But that, oh. and also that was like completing Super Mario, Super Mario Land. Yeah, yeah was, I completed it. Yeah, and wow. It, you know, back in those days, you know, you had to complete it. For me, nothing, no one's going to fucking sell you something to help no. you complete it. No one's going to, you know... There was give magazines you that gave you guides. We didn't need them. No. The hardcore didn't. For it was me, a frontier. For me, the four games that defined my Game Boy experience was Tetris, Super Mario Land, DuckTales, which is mwah, and <laughs> Zelda Link's Awakening, which yeah. I still contest today is my favourite Link game of all time. Right. My favourite Zelda game. Zelda game, I just yeah. love it. It's so quirky and unique and beautiful and simple. Anyway, Game Boy. Uh, we'll move on. There's a few more here. Pokemon cards. Do you give a fuck about Pokemon? No, fuck Good. that. Um, however, if you get a first generation Char- Charizard card... Charizard? Um, that's worth around $2,500 Ooh, on that's quite eBay. A, quite a lot. Quite and a lot that's about $1,755. What about quid. Pogs? I've got some of those. Uh, Pogs are worth... Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Really? Next one. Beanie list. Babies. Here's an interesting one as well. Uh, Beanie Babies, not on the list, but absolutely worthless now yeah, not I know. all the fuss that was made about them it was like everyone's going to invest in Beanie Babies people did people put way too much money yeah and they've, like got, like family a, they've savings got like a whole garage full of just completely of moldy useless. rags <laughs> shaped like fucking dogs <laughs> yeah or biscuit I don't moldy know, dog rag yeah fuck them idiots uh, here's another <laughs> one interestingly old cereal boxes well see this is ephemera ephemera vintage cornflakes is that yeah. whole nostalgia thing because it's just anything that people would not think to keep Someone sold a Kellogg's box on eBay for 320 quid. An nice. 80s brand. An 80s one, yeah. Yeah. And I guess if you got a rarer box that maybe has gone out of fashion. Like, for instance, in the 80s, especially in America, they sold a lot of things like Ghostbusters cereal or Mr. T cereal. Yes. Boxes of that, sometimes even sealed and untouched, will sell for, you know, 50, 60, 70 dollars, something like that. They're very Crazy. good. Well, I've got those Ghostbusters transfers. They came in shreddies, didn't they? Yeah, they did. I've also got some high five drink Ghostbusters holograms. Uh, that I foolishly tore out and stuck on an exercise book. So that was my mistake. But I still got them. Uh, yeah, they're there. Uh, anyway, number six on the list. We're rattling through this now because we're going off on a massive fucking tangent. Earlier. Oh, right, sorry. My Little Pony. My Little Pony. Skinny I am a brony. Uh, made out of plastic. You I'm wanna... wanking yeah. my bony as I think of the pony. You really stroke your dick when you're thinking about My Little Pony toys? Well, they must, those brony guys. I don't know if they do. What they're just it's a, it's a way not, of them to negate I don't having know. to think about how horny there they are. are or probably what, guys know? who are into My Little Pony who take out the stitching on you know Twinkle Bell Pony 
I'm fuck it. <laughs> I'm just fuck it. Well, there are plushies. S- there's the, there are people who are into plush furries. No, there's, there there's all ones. sorts of perversions around yeah. that area, isn't there? Yeah. And that's the problem. It's like some uh, some girls would go to my little pony conferences. You know, it's got the whole new resurgence with the revamp cartoon. Yeah. And find out that there's barely like 20 girls and like 5,000 really? guys there. Yeah. Well, that, I think guys are more into just being geeks and nerds generally. I don't I don't know. There's a documentary on Netflix called Bronies, which is all about that. Just weird. Fan base. Just get away from me. That's what I'd say to them. Get, hey, hey, Brony. I'm, I'm hey, more... st- hey, Brony. Step back. Go fuck a horse or something. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'll watch, you know, some grown-up stuff. I'll fucking watch a man fuck a proper horse, thank you very much, <laughs> on YouTube. That's what I'll do. Yeah. Like your animated shit for kids. Yeah. Real horses for me, mate. Yeah. Police no. come in and rest us, no. <laughs> uh, My Little Ponies, original ones, certainly can get up to 50 quid. Not all that much, but if you've got a dream house... that what they I remember the dream house. I bet you do. My sisters, you see, my sisters yeah. were into it. And it I was, was not... I liked Thundercats or whatever, you know? Thunder, 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 thundercats... <laughs> he did not go like that. He did. He went. How did Schnaff? What did Schnaff? Lionel. This is just turning into just a, a mess. Lionel Schnaff. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off, Schnaff. That's what Lionel must have been like. Yeah. Schnaff. Yeah, oh, yeah, drop yeah. it. Drop, drop it. Drop the level. You're not a Smurf. <laughs> you don't need to say Smurf this, Smurf that. Do you remember the real Schmoo? The, like the new schmoo. The new schmoo, yeah. not the real schmoo, sorry. But there was a schmoo show, then there was the new shoe schmoo. Well, yeah, I only came to it when it was the new schmoo. Yeah, because Hanna-Barbera would just put the words new in front of nearly every new series Do you remember something. Squidly Diddly? I do remember Squidly Diddly, and I remember also Captain Caveman. And I love Captain Schnorks. Caveman. Captain Caveman is the perfect one for me. Captain! He was a two-foot, hairy... Angry, angry, hairy guy, <laughs> with surrounded ma- by beautiful women. He yeah. just drives around, crazy, and then just is allowed. He's a bl- you know. He's um, the only real difference between you and him is the whole surrounded by beautiful women part of the story. Yes, <laughs> and I don't have a van either, or solve crime, or, or do so- anything. Or really, a- I've got a big club that grows. Right, moving on. Next one on the list is Tamagotchi. You remember those? I do. All right, here is the uh, the advert for that. By the way, it's obnoxious. <laughs> Tamagotchi. What's the fucking point of that? That is uh, quite obnoxious, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Tamagotchis were those virtual pets. Yeah, it's like feed the pet. Fuck it. Fuck it. How about that? No, I mean, don't fuck the Tamagotchi, but just uh, blow it out. Don't blow blow it. Ignore it. Ignore it. Put it away. Just fucking shut up, Tamagotchi. I really wanted one when when they first came out, which I think the mid-90s. I was intrigued. And I thought, what? So you just basically, it's like an alarm clock, essentially, that keeps buzzing. Yeah, it's basically a cross between an alarm clock and a needy child. Yeah, but you can't just go, actually... Shut up, Tamagotchi. I'm watching the opera. Can yeah, you? You can't get that. It's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. But and the, the ad's really annoying. Mm. It's like, hey, uh, uh, isn't anyway, it? Uh, you, know, you know what that ad reminded me of? No. That Billy Piper song. Because we want to. Because we want to. Why do you want to play that song so loud? Because <laughs> I, I, I want to. Because I want to. Yeah. Um, they pop in and out of fashion. If you have an original generation Tamagotchi, you can rack up over 100 quid Ooh. for one online. It's like a little keychain. It's all it is, a keychain with a, a virtual baby and it goes, feed me, clean my arse because I've just shat. It does or, not say it, that. You, you, there's a little icon on there that looks like a little poo 
And when it lights up, you have to clean its bot bot. <laughs> you do. And it tells you it's when it's robot, hungry bot, or when bot. it wants to play and you play little mini games and then eventually it dies and the child is traumatised until they press the reset button and go all over again. Similarly speaking, Digimon is also uh, a thing. That was the same. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's basically the same shit, but right. with a, more of a Pokemon edge to it. Uh, um, old Lego is number nine on the list. In 2007, they brought out a Ultimate Collector's Millennium Falcon, right? Lego. Lego. So, big thing. Uh, that now goes for... Have a guess. Four, five hundred pounds? Uh, it was probably sold originally for about four, five hundred pounds. What? Yeah. I mean, the Ghostbusters Firehouse that I want. Yeah. Uh, brand new. That's still 300 quid. I know. It's, fucking... it's Lego. I know. You have to fucking make it yourself. I know, but... So That's a pain I... in the ass. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you wanted to get that... That's Millennium how I'm Falcon... saying ass from now on, by the way. Uh, good. I approve. Ass. If you want to get it on Amazon... Oh, my ass. Right, calm down, dude. <laughs> Dickhead. Um, if you want to buy Dickhead. that Millennium Falcon on Amazon, it will set you back £4,000. Shit. Shit. But it'd have to be new in, new in box. Probably. Uh, frankly... I never want to spend that much on Lego at all. Oh, on this subject, uh, you know my... Uh, I told you about my friend who collects uh, Star Wars figures. Yeah. And he was trying to get the last 17. Oh, yeah. Has he got them? He's got Snaggletooth now. Oh, you need to go see a doctor about that. <laughs> <laughs> is that your IBS? Yeah, it is. I'm getting very nervous. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah, he's got Snaggletooth now. That's excellent. So how many has he got to go? 16? I don't know. He's got them all, I think, actually. Oh, wow. Now. But he doesn't buy them in box. He buys them sort of... Just loose or in yeah, a Yeah, they're still like three, four hundred pounds, you know. Yeah. Anyway, the last one on the list, number 10, is Easy Bake Ovens. Easy. What's an Easy Bake Oven? It's an oven for kids that bakes shit. It actually bakes stuff? Yeah. It's a big... It's like a bigger in America. eyeballs. Well, that's one of the problems with the earlier models, is that they would basically set fire to you. Or, really? You know, well, because... Okay, for instance, back in the day, you could buy, like certainly in the 50s and 60s in America, you could buy atomic science kits that had actual fucking uranium Yeah, yeah, in, I know. You know? Um, They're nutters. Crazy. Easy bake ovens, things like that came from the same thing. It was like, let's just take an oven or basically a, a metal box with a really hot lamp in and you can make little cookies in it or biscuits or little things yeah. like that. You know, I mean, it's just a little like a la carte kitchen o- kind of thing. It's a little oven. A classic easy bake oven. And these go back to like the 50s, these toys, some of them, can get over £500 on Amazon. Even a modern version, which, you know, are now safety checked and have different yeah. things going on in them, cost around 40 quid on Amazon. I mean, they're fascinating toys. Because there's a guy on YouTube who does a website called, I think it's called Penny Arcade Toys or Lucky Penny, whatever it is, it's definitely Penny. And he buys toys, vintage and classic, and then opens them, plays with them and gets them all out. He has so many different types of Easy Bake ovens that he gets out and makes recipes. So with. was it not one company? It was The patent was passed around? I think around. it was passed around to different oh. companies over time. But like even a Pizza Hut had an easy bake oven where you can make easy bake pizzas yeah. and it comes a little you know slidey thing and are you they throw shitty it well I mean like are they fucking pizza hut do you, this is you know what you know some people believe that Mandela died in prison wow and, that's really a weird segue <laughs> you know that, and that, and you that said he died in an easy bake oven <laughs> <laughs> no and that you know these people think there's a glitch in the matrix because everyone remembers but it's not the way it actually happened but everyone remembers right you know and like those bears the Berenstein bears yeah and everyone remembers them calling, not being called the Berenstein Bears. Right. And so that's, that's, that's a clue. How, just want to know, how is this related to Pizza Hut? No one remembers Pizza Hut were going to change their name in the UK to Pasta Hut. 
Do you remember that? How the fuck have you gotten from Nelson Mandela to Pastor Hut? Look, I'll explain it to you, Paul. Yeah. You're not following this, right? I am following this. I just don't see how your brain works. It's my Mandela died in prison moment. Right. <laughs> That's, Do you see what I mean? Or Berenstein Bears used to be called the Berenstein owns Bears or whatever. Yeah, that Disney thing, because it was a Disney ride or something, wasn't it? No. Or... There were these kids' books called the Berenstein Bears. A lot of people don't remember how they were spelt. But because we live in an age of absolute moronacy, yeah. they think that, that that is a glitch in the Matrix, or that is proof that we live in a, an alternate reality, you know. And same with people who seem to remember that Nelson Mandela died in prison, when in fact he didn't. Uh, Berenstein Bears conspiracy proof. There you go. Well, let's just listen to this. Somewhere deep in bear country lives the Berenstein Bear family. <laughs> the Berenstein Bear <laughs> Small bit of news, Justin. Parallel universes exist, and we're living in a different one than we did in our childhoods. I don't know if you guys heard, but apparently at some point in the last decade or so, a large number of us got shifted to a parallel universe, and the Berenstein Bears proved that. Uh, what? I it- thought you were talking bullshit. This is an actual thing. Yeah. All right, let's investigate more. This goes on for about four minutes. We might take a big, big, big segue. <laughs> hey, Poe Writer, and do parallel universes exist? Sure. But are some of us actually from a parallel universe and somehow got shifted into this one? That's a much bigger question. Let's find out. This, this is Hashtag News. This is Hashtag News. I'm American. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a douchebag. Respect my authority. I'm a douchebag. Anyway, let them go on. Now, we all remember the lovable Berenstein Bears of our youth, that furry nuclear family with wholesome all-American names like Papa, Mama, Sister, Brother. Very creative. But it's their other name that's causing all this controversy. Apparently, everyone remembers that it's spelled Berenstein, E-I-N. But according to the publisher and writers, it's never been spelled that way. It's always been Berenstein, A-I-N. How does that prove we're in a different fucking universe, then? Because that everyone remembers it as something that it's not. Right, let's let's see what they say. Spell it E-I-N? If so, you're like most people. If you spell it A-I-N, then you're clearly part of the cover-up. Now, some people have noticed this strange phenomenon before, but rapper, producer, and admitted pothead LP stumbled across this crazy idea and brought it back into life. It says on the video, LP has put a tweet saying, I will not be fooled by the Berlumati. <laughs> pothead. Ber- Ber- yeah. Pothead. Anyway. Anyway. St- can we stop with this now? No, no, let's play it through. Berenstein Bear Theory, as it's known, posits that at some point in the last 10 years, our universe crossed over with an alternate parallel universe where the Bear family name is known as Stain, not Steen. Now, it's not just low-level rappers that are pushing this idea. A graduate student of physics put some elbow grease into really trying to show that reality has been tampered with and history has been retroactively changed. He claims that somehow our universe rotated by pi over two, kind of like 90 degrees, and while most things line up, just some things are different, like the spelling of these beloved bears' last names. Now, as for me, personally, I do remember it being Berenstein. I mean, it just makes sense. There are so many famous Steens. Einstein, Frankenstein, R.L. Steen. That's not how you say those. Okay, nice try, but I can only handle one conspiracy theory at a time, please. Just fucking tell me the news, you exactly. want. Exactly. You, well, you, you asked for this. I'd want to know more. I've not heard about this. This is blowing my tiny little mind. It's that- not. It's a load of crap. All right. Well, let's see where it goes. <laughs> so if that's not their last name, then what is real? Now, if you go do your homework, look at the pictures of the book covers. They all show the name as Berenstain with an A, and the TV show confirms this. The Berenstain Bears. The Berenstain Bears. Though her accent doesn't help clear any of this up. But there is some evidence of a possible Berenstein past and subsequent cover-up. A Reddit user claims to have pictures of lots of evidence, but for some reason his posts have been mysteriously deleted. Another piece of evidence, a TV guide from the 1980s, and a few other instances of the EIN spelling. Now, while some may say that the Reddit user is lying, the pictures are photoshopped, and that the other stuff could just simply be typos, I think that 
They're, they're probably right. And if they really were rewriting Berenstein history, I think they probably would have gone back and erased this blatantly racist book where Papa Bear hates pandas. <laughs> <laughs> See that fucking sign on the door? No pandas. No pandas, no faggots, no dogs. No <laughs> koalas. <laughs> I don't want a dirty koala stinking of eucalyptus. No, what the fuck? It, it's their eyes. They're it's black the bamboo. eyes. It's the stink, all the bamboo shavings <laughs> leaving them around. Filthy. <laughs> fucking druggies. Wankers. So what was what was my Berenstein moment? You said it was when people didn't remember Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut was going to be called... I've never heard of this, by the way. Pasta Hut. And it was an article in the newspaper and everything, and I thought, oh, that's strange, because they were trying to reposition themselves into a healthier sort of, you know... Uh, just so you know, I have proof of this on YouTube, would you believe? Listen to this. Pizza Hut introduces something so big, it will change everything. Pastor Hut. It doesn't say it in the outfit, but it says it on the screen. So there, I'm vindicated. We're living in a different reality. One where they didn't go with Pastor Hut. Here's the thing, though. If that's true, if you are right, yeah. if this is all correct, the Berenstein, Berenstein, whatever, um, Mandela died in prison. How would we know? We live in a parallel universe. Because we would now have record of that past. We wouldn't. That's exactly right. But we remember. No, but we don't because there's proof online. Yeah, it's bullshit. It is bullshit. Oh, oh, obvious bullshit. All I can say from this whole section, which was meant to be a quick, breezy, <laughs> easy to digest top ten of things that you owned as a kid, has gone off on so many fucking tangents. From sorry. Aerosmith to, to... I'm sorry, I've got a magpie brain. Well... Is that magpie? Is that right? I don't know. All I know is Let's talk is about that, bird metaphors. No, let's just basically... <laughs> What's the last one on the flipping that's list? That's it. That was it. Beezy Bake Ovens. I wonder how much Berenstain Bears books cost. Do you want me to find out? <laughs> no, not really, but you know. Let's move on with Cheap Show. Oh my god, what a waste of fucking time this whole <laughs> section was. Anyway, if you've got old toys, look in your attic, you might find that they're worth something. Although if you have got something in your attic that's worth something, it means you didn't love it as a child. Yeah, you didn't play and with you're it. some kind of weird, cold, Wank. antiseptic. Yeah. We'll get the gloves out and look at the old toys that no child has ever enjoyed. No one must touch my Sylvanian family playset, <laughs> yes. for I am Lord. Don't look at it. When you look, make an observation. It changes the material of the physical universe. Conspiracy! Right, after all that, yes. it's now time for one of my favourite parts of the show. And what's that, Paul? It's the price of shite. That's right, and I've got a, a new new wave electro-pop-style jingle. Oh, fuck. All right, okay. Because your last one last time sounded like Jimmy Savile having a wank. Which is an achievement. But, yes. Uh, yeah, you ready? Yeah. Oh... It's Great, <laughs> it's really... I really like it. It's short. Don't fucking interrupt me. All right, okay. Oh... What's the price? The price of the shite. <laughs> right, okay. A couple of questions. A, first of all, that's shit. Right. Secondly, um... Shite. Shite. Um, secondly, you said it was kind of electro 80s thing. You can just put some computer noises in after. How about you do it again, and I'll do the electro music okay. right now. What's the price? The price of my shite! You know what? Now it's got a bit of electro on the background. I like it. Yeah. I do good. like it. Anyway. Right. Okay. Three items. You know the rules, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Three items of shite. Let's hit it. Uh, first item. Yeah. First item. Yeah. Oh, he's got a little bag with him. His little bag of tats. some lovely shite in I've here. Oh, what's this? Now, this 
is a plateau hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> Show I can't see. Oh. It's a plateau hors d'oeuvres. You just don't get hors d'oeuvres these days, do you? Hors d'oeuvres. This is so 70s, isn't it? The box is brown. I mean, obviously, the pictures we'll put up on the website that accompany this uh, episode. Plateau, and I'll just give you a little uh, translation. Yeah. yeah. Plate for nibbles. Ooh. It's a specialist nibbles plate. I had a friend who had a, a budgie called Nibbles once. Let me tell you this story. <laughs> right, so you know like some... Nibbles. Yeah, you know some... <laughs> some uh, oh, nibbles. Budgies can talk, or they can... They, have they the can capacity. mimic, yeah. Yeah. So, he had this budgie they for... They can't a, actually talk, Paul. I know. Yeah. But you know what I'm getting at. Yes. He had this budgie for a year, he called it Nibbles, and every day, right, he'd say, Say Nibbles! Nibbles! Say Nibbles! Nibbles! For hours. Yeah. And for a year, nothing. And then one day I was staying over at his for the weekend and we're having cereal and out of chat and he's going, say nibbles, say nibbles. And I'm like, I'm getting tired of this. You yeah. know? Anyway, towards the end of the breakfast, the cage kind of flutters around. The bird flutters around and then it goes, nibble, and dies. Really? Yeah, died right there and then. <laughs> <laughs> God, let that laugh. He is was evil. traumatised. He would be. But I, th- I genuinely quite thought sweet, it was hilarious. It? Well, it's kind at of At least like, he got nibbles out before... It- I don't know. It sounded more like a fuck you. It was the mo- really? <laughs> yeah, you know, like when a suicide bomber has, yeah. you know, just has it, or someone has had enough, and they go out in a really spectacular way. It felt like that. Like the bill, just like fuck you, mate. I'm off. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Hors uh, d'oeuvres. Hors yeah. d'oeuvres. Plateau hors d'oeuvres. Now, this is by a company, made by a company called Luxem. Oh, nice. got the word Lux in there. It says on the side. It's uh, in a lovely brown. Lovely brown 70s kind of... Um, box. You've got the box there, so that, that will affect the price. What does it say on the side there? There's a little bit of writing on one of the on the edges. One plateau, yeah. three compartiments, nice. one relish tray. Three. Relish? Yes, it's made in France by oh. Veropa. Oh, okay. It's the Luxem is the brand. It is a French item, and it has the box. So all of these are going to affect the price when you get a guess. Have you used this yet? Is it just... No. Con- no, so you haven't is... put your relish I've, in it I yet. I haven't dunked my relish in there. <laughs> now, it's got... So <laughs> immature, am I? I'm really immature. You've got... Now, look at this. This is quite nice. It's got, like, a crystal design at the bottom. It's nice. I will like say a snow, that. a snowflake kind of design on the bottom. Yeah. And then it's like a... Two inches deep, maybe. Mm. And then you've got a sort of... Uh, Split compartment. Rather similar to the CND symbol or the... Can I have uh, a look up close with this? The Sorry? CND symbol or, or the Mercedes-Benz uh, badge. It's split in that way into three. Is it cut glass crystal or is it just glass? I mean, I don't I know what... I think it's just glass. Yeah, I don't know what the difference is. It looks like... First of all, when they handed this in... Didn't really clean it first, because it looks like it has been used as an ashtray in its past. It certainly does. It's got the markings of fag ends dabbed deeply does into it? the glass. Yeah, look at that bit. There's like a little kind of black smudge uh, that looks yeah, like it's, it's like been someone's... It's been an ashtray. Yeah. Which um, is disrespectful, because that is obviously not an ashtray. It's a plateau deserves. Out of interest, because you're keeping this, you'll be using this as an ashtray, won't No, you? I won't. You're going to be putting your relish in one compartment. I'm going to be compartmentalising my nibbles. Now... It's nice, actually. It's not Now, too let bad. me ask you, Paul. Yes. You've got the triumvirate of bar snacks or whatever you like. Pretzels, you... peanuts. Uh, and in the third compartment? I don't know. It's an interesting question. Maybe, uh, personally, I would put uh, cheese, uh, those cheese square things, you know, cheese shapes. What? You mean those, the Walker's cheese moments? No. You know the little, like, biscuits, but they're very cheesy. Uh, oh, like cheddars? Yeah. Like little tiny mini cheddars, maybe. In yes. There. Okay, so what? You are so full of shit. You, Why? You're so backward. Why is that food. backwards? Look, what, would you what, put what, in what did you say? Peanuts. Peanuts. Well, that's all right. Yeah, I get to pass. Is there a particular type of peanut I should be putting in? I mean, I thought salted is the 
Respect. I like a salted peanut. But, you know, do you know what? Roasted. You know what I've been getting into in my later years as I mature as a peanut eater? Horse pornography, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can get these kind of roasted salted peanuts, but they have the skin on. Oh. Do you know the, the ones I mean? In the same way, like a kind of uh, 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 a pistachio has its kind of little crispy. Yeah. Not the shell itself, yeah, but, but the, the crispy, crispy bit. skin. Yeah. Ooh. They're good. They're really Ooh. good. So they're roasted and salted, but they've got this, the skin. Yeah. And it's mm, a bit oh. salty, flaky. I like Do you know that. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. So that's in one compartment. What are you putting in the other two? Um, I would have some w- wasabi peas. See, oh. let's, well, let's let's take this up a class level. You yeah? see, I was just thinking, you know, generic, safe, everyone's happy with it. Wasabi peas is, is an audience splitter. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's going to get people to either go, what a waste, you know. Well, I love them. And they'd be I there. love them too. I'll have some wasabi peas in there. Yeah. And what about? Go on. Go with me. Yeah. Some little mini chorizos. Oh, Ooh, some little tasting salami. I don't know if you should mix your nuts with your meat. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, that is that's it's beside the point. Yeah. That is a lovely little uh, I like that. Yes. I like that. Now um, that's not the name of the game. It's no. not called the Do You Like the Shite? <laughs> it <laughs> is the price of shite. So yeah. All right, I'm gonna say Now think of think of the the uh yeah, the background here. I'll just take I you know. through it. It has the box with it. I know the box. It's, it's by not a in company. Great Mick. It's on a, in a range. Yeah. called Luxham, mm. and it's French. Right. Uh, did will you tell me where the charity shop was? Can you divulge that? Will it give this it away? This was Raise My Voice Foundation, as usual. Oh, raise my voice! <laughs> yeah, um, the helium shop. Uh, right. I'm going to go ahead and say that that was one pound and fifty pence. That's your your final? That's my final. Okay, shall we move on? We'll know yes. at the end. What else we got here now? This, I don't know how to describe it. Then try. It is. Because it's an audio podcast and we need <laughs> all the need help to, we yeah. can get. It's um, some kind of ornamental plastic tile. R- right. Uh, uh, from Greece with a picture of a warrior... A, a warrior, a warrior. Oh, a warrior! Not someone's going. Oh, when's the bill? No, you? he may be a warrior. He might be. Well, he. I'd worry if I had a penis that small. But um, <laughs> what's on the plaque? <laughs> I can't see. There you go. Holy shiz! What is that? Is like a fake Greek Hercules <laughs> thing. What is it? It's like it's a difficult to actually define what that object is, isn't it? Well, it's definitely a very small penis. Put it that way. In terms of so, the what we've got, I'll just describe it to the to yeah, the listeners. You've it. got a sort of fake wood effect plastic. With that kind of particular Greek roughly pattern that has an ornamental sort of carving in it at the top. There will be a picture along with yeah. the podcast. Then though. you have a round sort of disc disc of see-through plastic in the middle of this, yeah, uh, depicting what I think is probably some kind of Grecian, uh, ancient Grecian, yeah, uh, piece of myth art. or legend. Yeah, with a warrior. There's a guy in a full suit of armor and he's getting speared by a naked bearded warrior that who seems man. to be defending a lady well this is the thing that man is nude and that and he's man going up against a man in full armor yeah that man regardless of the picture shows has balls he has balls but but my god they are the size of wasabi peanuts yes they are basically this guy has a little pointy micro phallus that <laughs> i don't know this know. episode <laughs> pointy micro phallus. honestly i mean you know i know we've we've discussed you know how I d- i'm not that into like my own penis but that guy come on that matt i mean the thing is he makes up for it in beard in fact actually if that little drawing put on a few stone it would look just like you Shut up. <laughs> it would it just put a little bit of a gut on it i don't what i don't understand is what it's for because like, you see the well, very top there's a little nublet 
a, a kind of little Yes, thing. there's a little nublet at the top, a little like, handle thing. Does that connect into something? Does no, it... I'll tell you now, because yeah. this will help with the... Uh, with the pricing. Uh, with the pricing. Yeah. Um, there were six of them. And you only bought one? I bought one. They didn't sound as a set. She did offer me a price for the set. So does that mean the little thing that it little thing on the top? No, they're all exactly the same shape. So you'd have them sort of all in a row, I think. It looks to me like it's some kind of coaster, maybe. Yes, that's what it is. It's a coaster, isn't it? It's 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 very weird. It's It's an awful, awful thing. This is proper shite, ladies and gentlemen. And I think it's got some suspicious stains on it. Yes. Will you buy a lot of suspiciously stained items? No, I just is that what draws you in? I want a price for this. Don't try and uh, delay by trying to say I've spunked it's on not... something. Again. <laughs> <laughs> that was a typical delayed delay tactic. <laughs> Makes me think. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that that's not that much. I'm going to say I'm going to say 50p. Okay, that's your second price. So what do we say for the 150 for the first item for the plateau d'Ors d'oeuvres? Yeah, and 50p for the for the strange unidentifiable Greek. Tor- tourist tile yeah micro phallus yeah yeah are you ready yes i am for always. Our final item of shite yes. today i'm very much looking forward to it it's a dog's head oh <laughs> it's a dog's head it's a dog i mean not just for the no, it's not a real dog it's head. an ornamental dog's head wow it's a sort of plastic effect dog's head let's have a look don't it's... know what kind, what kind of breed of dog would you say that is uh interestingly enough did you look at the bottom of this yes it says, of course I did. You don't think I checked the shite out? I go for the most interesting shite. Unlike you, Paul, who just go, oh, there's a book on Ghostbusters. I want that. Yeah. How much is that? I yeah, that. fuck it. It's on the show. Yeah. Oh, there's a fucking kitchen utensil I need. Yeah. Look, these, this is shite. There's no use for this stuff, apart from perhaps the, the, the bowl the, of the platter. Relish. Um, the th- relish the, platter. The sticker on the bottom of this says, New Pontons, born February 2011. So you see, it's an antique. It's not, no, antique It's five is not. years old. Look, come on, that affects the price. <laughs> the dog The dog is, was born five years ago. What kind of dog is that? A, a Rottweiler? Yeah, it's got a Rottweiler sort of colouring with a, a beige and black fur. It's and, a happy uh, Rottweiler dog head. It's, it's a smiling dog head. Absolutely fucking shit. Yeah, it's pure shit. It isn't goes it? on your t- it goes on your mantelpiece along with your shit clock. What's Pontins? Do you know about Pontins? Pontins is like Butlins. You know, yeah, but- so this came from a gift shop in a in a terrible holiday camp. Nothing says I went to a shit British holiday camp that's not even as good as Butlins when you buy a dog's head. What'd then... you get me? What'd you get me? I got you this fucking dog's, dog's head. head. Oh, hooray. Well, he was born. He was born. He was born. I think that means New Pontons was born in 2011. The place where... Old... And have you seen at the bottom? It's like he's curling his claws round. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm a doggy dog. I'm a severed dog's head. I need a price for the dog's head. Oh... Hmm. Uh, I'm going to maybe say 25 pence. Okay, so that. shall we see how you did, Paul? Let's see how I did. For the Veropa Luxem Plateau Hors d'oeuvres, oh, hors d'oeuvres, you said... pound fifty. The price was £2. Uh, that's not too bad. Bit close. Not bad. I still think £2 is a bit too much for that. I did bulk slightly, but then I thought, it's the show... You commit the show. I like your commitment yeah, to the okay. format. All right. Uh, then, All right. So do I get a point for that? How do we score this? We, did, we, did we just give up on the scoring for this section? I think we did, didn't we? Well, there's we? no competition when it's just you and me. No one wants to be on our fucking podcast anymore. <laughs> the audience isn't here. It's not that. It's more down to the fact that it's like, oh, I'll come on your podcast. Where is it? Southampton. No. There will be there will be different formats of shows coming up. We've got some live stuff coming up. Yeah, live good. stuff coming yeah. up. We've got all sorts. This yeah. is just pure. Yeah, this is just, pure cheap this show. Is just yeah? me and you. Just me and you Get in a room. On. Yeah. Just fucking doing it. Yeah? Looking at micro phallus. Yeah. 
co- coasters. Talking of the microphallus coaster, here it is. I said 50p for that. And the price was? Yeah. 50p. Ding, 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 ding. On the nose. On the nose. On the microphallus. <laughs> actually, actually, actually. What? Oh, he's doing some studio wizardry. Was I correct? You like it? Yeah, there we go. Thank okay, you. do that bit again. <laughs> All right. Let's do this one again. And right. so, Paul, yeah. moving on to the Microphallus Greek tourist coaster tile. Yeah. I said 50p. The price was yeah. 50p. Yay! Yay! We have a sound effect. <laughs> that's good. I like that sound effect. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's the on the nose sound effect. Okay. All right, sweet. And We're never going to play that again then. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly. Yeah. Go Born on. in 2011 in Pontins. Yeah. It's a awful, awful, killing the world, big lake of plastic in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Dog's, Dog's head. head. <laughs> you said. I think I said 25p. And the price was 50p. Oh! So 50% wrong. Oh, because I was going to say 50p, but I thought you'd mix up the prices, so I, I wasn't going to go with it. I no. can't mix up the prices, no. can I? No. The, the price is what the price is. I, I report them faithfully. I know. And that, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah is the fucking price, price of shite. And that's right. Thank you. And just like that, another episode of Cheap Show disappears from being a new exciting thing on your phone or media device to being a relic of your memory. Hopefully a good one. Hopefully a good one. As always, we'd love you to help support the show. If you listen to this show and you've enjoyed it, go to iTunes, rate us, review us, because it helps us get more of exposure. So, what if uh, they hate us, though? Then don't rate us. What if it. they troll us? Well, if they've listened this far and they troll us, then... <laughs> them. I don't know. Just Wouldn't look- it be good if someone trolled us? Then we could have an angry Mate, retort. As a Ghostbusters fan dealing with the fallout of all this bullshit, I have been trolled quite a lot really? by frankly mongoloids <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I hate to use that word but most of the guys who get in touch really with me are. don't have two fucking brain cells to rub together and it's not as if it's their fault because of genetics it's just their ignorant pig shit <laughs> okay anyway if you listen to this in your anti-Ghostbusters reboot fucking suck a dick it might be a bad film I'm not saying the film's going to be amazing and everyone should get behind it I'm just saying form your hateful racist sexist opinion after seeing well, the film yeah, they, they, yeah even if they even bother they won't bother Cunts. Right, sorry, I shouldn't use the C <laughs> word. I tried to... I, I just put it. We almost got through a whole show without you saying it. What and a bunch just of... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you enjoyed Cheap Show, and if you want to help us spread the word, go on iTunes, go on Stitcher, rate, review, share the love, because um, if you want a friend that you think might enjoy this, I recommend that you do that, because it helps us. Please. Please. Other than that, you can follow us on Twitter. The account is at the Cheap Show Pod. Uh, get involved with us. Send us pictures of weird things you found in charity shops or bargains or articles that we can talk about in the show. Even Cheap Eats, you can send us stuff like that. If you get in touch with us, we'll send you an address to send that stuff to. Um, I'm at Paul Gannon Show on Twitter. What are you? I'm Eli Snoid. Yeah. You never E-L-I-S-N-O-I-D. Excellent. Uh, and also our website, www.thecheapshow.co.uk, has dedicated pages to each episode uh, that has pictures and videos. If and you want to see the microphallus. If you want to see the microphallus, come and go to our website. And <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, That's terrible. Come, if you want to see the microphallus, come on to our website and please join us. Yeah. We'll work on it. Uh, so, yeah. Follow us, rate us on Twitter, get involved, get in touch, shout out to us, and uh, I think that's it. Go fuck yourselves! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've been, I've been Paul Gannon. And I'm Eli Silverman. Why don't you all fuck, fuck yourselves? yourselves! We need to work on a better ending. Uh. <laughs>